Hello, I'm Tara Super, and welcome to Tara Talks 2. Thank you for joining me on today and hanging in there with me through my journey. Listen, we're going to jump right into it. On today, we are going to talk about family dynamics. Now, I am going to talk about my journey and my dynamics, okay? I was raised in a family with my mom and my dad and my brothers in the household. I found out in my early 20s, I was already in my 20s, that one of my childhood friends was really my brother. He was my brother too. So it wasn't just me and my brothers in my house and my mom and my dad. There was me, my brothers in my house, my mom and my dad, and my other brother who was outside my house that was always my friend in childhood, that was always my brother's best friend. Look at life. Look at the universe. All is life. And then we brothers and sisters, like for real, it's my dad's child. Okay. So fast forward through that. I'm not going to talk about that because that's not my story to tell. That's my dad's. <laughs> but going forward, I became a teenage mom of two boys and begin to live on my own. And so then that was my household in my family. Okay. And I met my husband, who's my husband now. My, I dated my husband for seven years before we were engaged and married. And he has a daughter. And so then it was his daughter and my boys and our family was blended. Okay. And then I said to my husband, babe, I would love to have just one child with you. You know, I talked him into it. <laughs> I forced him into it. <laughs> and then we had one boy and two girls. One boy and two girls later, we had a blended family of six children. Beautiful blended family of six. So that's my family dynamic. And I wanted to talk about family today because as I thought about growing up and I was reflecting, just reflecting on my family now with the girls left in the household because my sons are gone, older daughter is on her own, and the son that I had with my husband, he's off finishing his second year in college. Our daughter together, she's finishing up her last year in high school. And, and then we have a junior, rising senior in our house. And so we're borderline empty nesters. So I was reflecting on family dynamics. If you were to tap me on my shoulder 10, 15 years ago, I couldn't imagine this moment today. Usually when you're in the thick of things and raising your family, you're not thinking of, Lord, when is this going to end? When is these kids going to ever grow up? 
are they ever going to grow up? Is this going to get any better? You just never think of that. You're just parenting. You're mothering. You're fathering. You're just doing what parents do. You provide for your children. You make a safe home environment for your family. And then time just happens. And then you look back and like, where did the time go? When I was coming up and watching television, Hollywood portrayed family in such a different manner than what I know family to be. And I'm not sure if that's the same for all of my listening audience, but all of you who are listening to me, I'm sure by now you know that I am African-American. <laughs> but if you didn't, I am African-American. Just wanted to put that out there. So television to me in the 70s, in the 80s, it didn't look like me. The big shows on TV um, my, my grandmother watched the soaps, you know, and the soaps had a speckle of us here and there. And then there was the evening soaps dynasty and, and Dallas and all those ones that we were all pinned to, uh, our cushion, seat cushions watching in the evening, the evening weekly soaps. And then there were the sitcoms that came on in the seventies. Um, the ones that, did have us in it were good times and the Jeffersons. And I remember one I used to watch with my mommy. And I think I'm almost certain we were watching reruns because I was born in 72 and this came out in 74. That's my mama. I love that show. It was his character on That's My Mama. His name was Junior. And Junior used to say, ooh, wee. <laughs> I loved him. But I used to watch those shows with my mom. And those shows portrayed the African-American family in different ways. But as time progressed, they, you know, we were portrayed more in Hollywood as we are. There's all kinds of families everywhere in television. So you can relate. You can find your mirror anywhere you like <laughs> nowadays because the world has evolved in that way. But when I was coming up to see, to look to any other place for some type of guidance, it just wasn't there for me, except to dig deep and to find our way. It was like on the job training. It was like life lesson every day. <laughs> And we glean from those things that we learn from our parents. Although my parents' style of um, bringing me and my brothers up and my husband's parents' style of bringing him and his sister up were a little different, we still had the basic foundational values that we can we build on to create our family's foundation. And it would not have been possible without the co-parent, okay? So we had co-parents involved, co-grandparents involved. We had a true blended family where we respected the opinion of the parents that were not physically in the household. We had to be mature enough 
to handle the consequences of the situations that we had created as immature teenagers. Because my husband and I both were product, our children, our older children were products of teenage pregnancies. So because we begin to indulge in sexual activity as teenagers and the consequence to sex sometimes is a pregnancy that results in sometimes results in live births then our children are here they are the consequences of our irresponsible decisions okay but it's not their fault so as co-parents it was our decision to set aside any differences and difficulties we may have had as young parents, not understanding life, but we are thrown in and had to um, transform into parents at a time where we were not mature enough to know who we were. We hadn't fully understood who we were ourselves. So now we're in this role as parents, as a young teen mom and young teen dads, you're still getting to know who you are. You're still finding your way. Your parents still washing your drawers. You know what I'm saying? So who are you? You're not a man. You're not a woman, but you a mom and a dad. (laughs) Wow. I should write a book called Your Mama's Still Washing Your Drawers, But You a Daddy. And you a mama. You know what I'm saying? You were too young to even understand the responsibility of being an adult, but yet you are a parent of a whole baby. And so with you still getting to know yourself, me, let me just say me, with Tara still getting to know who Tara is and still evolving my mind's still evolving, my character's still building. I'm still learning discipline, how to be disciplined, how to be responsible. I'm still learning life and being a mom. So absolutely I was clashing with my baby daddy. You know? But when I finally came to the realization that my children matter more than my cotton picking feelings. That was a huge step. But some people can't get over themselves enough mm, to give their children, to give their child a fighting chance with the non-custodial parent or the parent who's not in the household. You can't get over your own self. This is good. We can't get over our own emotions and our feelings and our ups and downs enough to realize that for real girl, for real boy, it's not even about you. It's about the healthy um, foundation that you have to build to rear this child. It's your responsibility to mature up. Mature your butt up. You was mature enough when you laid down. Well, stand on your own two feet and get it together. 
level off, baby. And realize that it's not about you. It's about these babies that did not ask you or him, him or her, to be here. They ain't knew y'all was getting together. They had no idea y'all was hooking up. Now we here. And y'all got us on the sideline while y'all fighting it out in the ring. Come on. Get your emotions in check. And prioritize. Prioritize. I know, I know, I know it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm very passionate. So if I'm yelling and I'm screaming, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just very passionate because, y'all, I live this. I live this. I'm I'm reliving it as I'm speaking. Like, I was so freaking immature. I didn't understand my left from my right. And my mama was still doing my laundry. But I was a mother. Come on. So, of course, I'm a child. So, I'm going to think like a child. So, we was both being childish, as we should. But because of our actions being grown, we got a kid now. So now we have to stand on our, we couldn't stand on our own two feet because we didn't know what that was. We didn't know what that was. So it's a learning process. As we got older, worked out the kinks in our personalities and it took years it will not happen overnight this did not happen overnight for me I was well into my marriage well into my marriage before me and baby daddy could even talk without yelling and screaming because of past issues but thanks be to my soulmate who came and rescued the day because he understood in the moment that we was both not focused on what really mattered. We wasn't focused on what really mattered. And so, you know what? Hey, bud, listen, you know, give my wife, my wife is in timeout right now. She needs to take a beat. Okay. Talk to me. Hey, no, 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 no. Your emotions are high too, buddy. Your emotions is high. We we all a little elevated right here because we emotional, all right? So here's what we're going to do. She's going to take a break, okay? And you're going to talk to me because at the end of the day, what you're communicating to my household, A, is going to benefit our boy. We co-parenting, right? Okay, so you talk to me. We get it done. And when she, when she finished breathing hard because she mad right now, because she breathing hard, okay? We're going to handle it, and then she's going to tap back in, all right? And we're going to all be good, okay? All right, let's get it. And so that's how we handled a lot of things, y'all. That's how we handled a lot of things. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm te- we Sometimes we both had to take time. Oh, you, okay, you too hot right now? All right, you calm down. She calm down. I'll take care of things. And when both of y'all ready to tap back in this thing, y'all let me know. Co-parenting is not easy. Co-parenting is not easy. Blended families, that's a whole nother ball game, guys. That's a whole nother ball game. Um, My husband and I sat down when we were doing a talk show called 
in session with Thomas and Tara, we sat down with the Kings, uh, um, let's say Rodney, Jason and Rhonda King. And Jason wrote a book called about blended families. And we sat down and we had a ball. We just talked it out because we were both in situations that um, we, we had blended families in our marriages. His, hers, ours. His, hers, ours. <laughs> and ours, and ours. <laughs> That's ours. Yours, hers, ours. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's ours. In, in getting through, working through personalities, if you can just work through your emotions <laughs> and realize that it's not about you. If you can just check your feelings at the door in blended family situations, the positive possibilities are absolutely endless. But you got to check your personal feelings at the door. Period. There's no way past that. You have to check your personal feelings at the door. The child did not ask to be here. You and baby daddy, you and baby mama, y'all did that. Now that we are here and y'all all emotional, we all emotionally driven because we're no longer together and we are both with our other mates, married or otherwise, and we want to create this sense of family stability for our children. We have to learn how to work together. In my journey, I had to do and make the tough decisions. I was in a very unhealthy relationship with my first son's father. Law enforcement and the courts had to be involved. Had nothing to do with my child. It had to do with an assault against me. You go back and listen to the episode if you want to know the details, but I'm not going to repeat it. It's a couple of episodes back. But even in that... Not one day did I ever say, you cannot see your son. Those words were never uttered from my mouth. There were safety measures put in place to protect me. If you would like to see your son, this is what we can do. You contact the family, my brother will gladly bring him. You contact the family, someone will be available at any time. You'd like to pick him up? Very well, do just that. Check out the past sessions, guys. Check out the past podcast, because I'm not going to go into that. My situation is completely different. When someone has abused you to the, to the point where you have to call the police, that's different. Put the brakes on, baby. You got to change gears and get creative. But it takes a very powerful conscience 
and a lot for you to say, my child deserves a relationship with their father, their biological parent, in spite of what has been done to me. So let's make adjustments so that that can happen. If I can make that decision after all I've been through, surely y'all ain't been, what, what? You mad at him? Oh, he ain't, he ain't caught up on child support. Oh, that's what it is. But that's his baby. Oh, okay. I've been in the same situation, honey. Yeah, child support still do. They still in arrears. My baby 35, 32. Some child support still ain't never got paid, but maybe daddy's got to see their babies. We had to co-parent however we could make it work. But you had to check your feelings at the door. You have to check your emotions at the door. But if you put your feelings and your emotions above the foundation of this child, you're wrong. You're so wrong. And it's going to come back and it's going to bite you. Because trust me, ma'am, trust me, sir. When that child becomes of age, the child's going to be curious. Where's mom? Where's dad? Now, I'm not telling you to put yourself in a situation if your safety, if it's a matter of safety for you and your child, you make the right decisions. But really, if it really is a matter of life and death, okay? If it's really a matter of life and death, don't be making stuff up. If you can seriously say you have witnessed things that are life and death, okay, we understand that. That's another matter for the courts. But for you just to say, he ain't paid that child support, and um, he been acting funny with me since he been with that girl, and, you know, since he married that girl, he ain't been the same, you know. Come on, honey, grow up. Put on your big girl panties. You watching them now. Put them ones on that you wear so sexy for that other guy. And let your baby see his daddy. I'm very passionate about strong family foundations for children, no matter where they began. My children's life began in a situation where I was 16, 17, 18, and 19 raising babies so i understand the importance of getting over your feelings and your emotions and maturing your butt up for the well-being of a child being whole you feel like you're doing what's best for your child but you can be making a grave mistake a child deserves to be whole. A child deserves to be complete. I've seen all kinds of situations, even in my own family. I've seen all kinds of situations turn from bad to worse. And then I've seen situations turn completely around. I've seen it all. I've witnessed it all. But I'm just saying, single mom to single mom to single dad, guys, reevaluate your situations and check your feelings at the door. Because at the end of the day, we all want our children to be whole, 
productive citizens in society. That's all. If we don't, they'll rely on other means to mimic. And there are so many more devices out there than television when we were coming up. The kids nowadays, they just, they they so differently different. Everybody's so creative. <laughs> I just heard her head. I heard her in my head, y'all. Everybody's so creative. They just want to be so differently different. See how they do that? And they, they probably wasn't supposed to do that. They mimic stuff on television. They mimic stuff on social media. They just mimic everything around them. That's why it's so important that we build this whole person. And sometimes it takes us taking the high road and doing the difficultly difficult stuff to make it work, to eat in our feelings sometimes, to stepping back and taking a breath and letting our partners step in with the co-parent and, and handling things until we get over our feelings and we're able to tap back in. Sometimes we have to make the difficult decisions to make sure that we are raising children that are not broken pieces that look to the world as an image to mimic on who they're supposed to be. That's all I'm saying. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless you and be encouraged.